it's just different. Hopeless at one point, and they have an opportunity to make you go harder, make you get in that booth and just really express that hopelessness. Like, man, y'all don't understand. This is like, you know what I mean? You dig from a different place. That, that bottom of your soul, that pit, homie, where, your, where, where you felt like the shit was... Shit, if in your mind it ain't gon' happen, shit, it probably won't I took some risks, some people probably won't That's how I graceful for the fruits of all my labor Hard to live and know you sick, I'd rather be with my creator Think the time's up Alright, welcome back to another episode of Four Insight Podcast This is your host, Mike Obi. It's your boy, London, back for some more gems What's up, Obi? Not much, man, another day, another week, another opportunity oh. Bring some content to the people. What's going on in your end? Nothing much, man. Been a busy week. Been a busy week. Um, just kind of, I've been actually itching for this episode. Um, you've been you've been coming up with some good content and some good things to talk about. So we're gonna keep going with it, and I'm I'm interested in keeping going. Most definitely. But first and foremost, let's get the formalities out the way. So, like we always try to do, uh, we appreciate all of the guys who listen and tune in to us every week you know, who reach out to us in person or on social media, giving us your feedback, asking us questions, requesting episodes, requesting topics. You know, this show runs and is fueled largely by you guys' influence and you guys' energy. You guys uh, taking the time out to give us a listen. So we appreciate you guys and continue to do so with your support by giving us a five-star rating on all your listening platforms, including Spotify, Anchor, and YouTube, and also subscribe. All right. So now let's get into this week's episode. So Let's begin with, like you mentioned, we've been bringing really some great content. You know, our partnership really has worked well. People like what we've been saying, like what we've been talking about. And we've only really scratched the surface. We're still in the beginning stages. There's still a lot of pressing issues that we are going to talk about and we have to tackle, especially as we continue to grow both ourselves and in society. Now, for me, I don't know whether you notice this about me, London, but I have a very hyperactive mind. I think about a lot of th- I think about a lot of things, man, and um, so it's a blessing and a curse because you know it's a blessing in terms of I'm always thinking and I'm always trying to progress. I'm always trying to grow, which I like, and I'm always trying to seek out answers to the way that I think about things. And it's a curse because it do- it doesn't ever turn off, right? And it's almost to the point of overthinking. You know, um, I'm always kind of you know trying to be harsh on myself in terms of trying to figure out stuff, trying to find the answers to the questions I have. But, you know, I try to use it in a positive way by, you know, having our conversation this week, you know, and try to form, you know, opinions that make sense and that are thought provoking. Now, with this week's episode, I think this is a topic that um, is applied to really almost every single man in today's society. Um, And it's something that really kind of hit home for me. So recently, Many mentors of mine, especially older mentors, have kind of been, you know, talking to me. I've been talking to them, asking them questions. You know, some of them listen to our show and they've been challenging my thought process and our thought process in terms of like, okay, we hear what you guys are saying. We hear what you guys are talking about. We hear some of the complaints that you guys have in terms of women, lives. And honestly, you guys' mindset, while we get it, we feel like your mindset is a little bit archaic and a little bit old school. What do you think about that whenever I first present that to you? Um, yeah, but like you said, your mind is very advanced. So it's like you've been around some older folks and people with wisdom. So of 
organically you're going to have that mindset. I don't think it's a bad, bad thing. It's just maybe we have to keep educating the people in our generation to keep putting the stuff that we got installed. Maybe they, they didn't get that game or maybe they forgot about it. So it was like, to me, I agree with what they're saying, but I also think you can just be ahead of your time. Like, I feel like I am. I feel like I tell people I feel like I'm 56 years old because I've been around a bunch of people in like Detroit and all my aunties and all my uncles are there older than me, like by a lot. My cousins are older. I'm the youngest cousin. So it's like, I'm getting that free game. So it's like, to me, I think you're doing everything right. And that's why when you speak to these women or you speak to these guys, they're like, you're different. So I don't think you're doing anything wrong in my personal opinion. That's how I am. So. I appreciate it. I mean, I always get told, like, Mike, you are the oldest young dude I've ever met, bro. Like, what is yeah, going on? I get the same, I get the same thing because I think that's why we coexist. That's why I think we started the show because, like, you came up to me and then we were just, like, spitting, talking about just what we felt. And you was probably like, damn, I'm similar to you. It's like, that's kind of why I think we just connect with that aspect of everybody that I talk to or everybody that's, like, in my circle is, like, we just have an old soul. And it's like, mm-hmm. we also can be 25, 24 at the same time, which is like, it's a good balance. And then I think that's why people say we're different. Yeah. Also that's trying to navigate modern and young times and, ev- right. and and it's ever evolving too. So it's like, we're all trying to figure things out. We're all trying to run the same race, you know, given, you know, the blueprint that we've been instilled in. It's almost the, uh, you know, I almost kind of wonder if it's an outdated blueprint, like can this not work? going forward you know what i'm saying and i think that's a lot of what we're going to tackle today so where i want to start off is okay so we've talked about dating relationships we've talked about how we see relationships working out with women what we want out of women um some of the qualities that are turn-ons and turns-offs right now it was challenged to me that listen this whole idea of even having roles right in a relationship as a man it shouldn't be that big of a it shouldn't be that big of a deal in terms of you guys should be able to respect one another and like the fact of the matter is those roles that you saw you know maybe from your grandparents or even your parents uh, growing up those came from a a generation where men solely were the providers and women didn't work the fact of the matter is you live in a time now where women do work which is correct so as a result a woman doesn't have to be in the house cooking or being a housewife if she chooses not to. And in turn, a guy shouldn't have the same expectation of her as if she is. Now, what do you think about that uh, statement as I laid it out for you? I mean, you know me, I'm going to be a person that always think that we all should have roles yeah. for the rest of my life just because how I was raised like that old. So um, it comes with scrutiny, as you can see. Like, you know, we run into people all the time saying, Oh, this isn't two thousand. I mean, this isn't the sixties. This isn't the seventies. Like, yeah. I should be able. I think people. It's kind of like the Cam Newton situation when they heard him say what he said, and just spun it the way they wanted to. Which how I dare do. he? How dare yeah. he want something? How dare he want to be? Somebody shut up and just do this. Which I knew what he meant, and he I said think. in his follow up last, I worded it wrong. I was like, you did word it wrong, yeah. but I got what you meant. Right. But it's like we all play a part and it's like until we realize we all play a part I think we're gonna fail and I think to me I'm a 
Ooh. I'm so pro everybody have a role. Like, I'm not about to sit here and ask you to go pick up this 100-pound box. Like, that's my role. If you need me to change your oil, I'm going to change your oil. If you need me to do that, that's just my role. If you need some days, if, you, if you're if you working and you go to work and you come home, I'm home first, I'll cook. It's, to me, you have to have a balance. And people get so, I think it's like a competitive game that we're doing now i'm like this is is getting overwhelming at this point yeah so for me i'm always going to try to elaborate to the woman that i talk to that we have roles but we don't have to stay in that role forever if you want to cook some, some of the days if you can't do that i'll cook or we can pick up get pick up take home whatever you want to do but we all have to because you're better than me at some things i'm better than you at some things this is about how you work things and until we fully elaborate that to the woman slash man, I think that's where we're going. No, I absolutely agree. The fact of the matter is you, we have roles and we all have a part to play in our relationship and our family working, but understand that you having a role doesn't mean you have less respect or that doesn't mean that I see you beneath me or lesser than me. It just means that you have something that you strive in. And so if you bring a hundred, a hundred percent effort there, and if I bring a hundred percent effort in whatever I have defined for me, then we'll be able to bring a very successful, you know, unit going. And then whenever we decide to have children, you know, for those of us who want to have children, we can instill that blueprint, a very defined and clear blueprint to them. And then they'll be able to be raised to me with more clarity, more efficiency. And then you, now, obviously, Again, there are going to be hurdles, there are going to be obstacles that come. But when you have things clearly defined, you're able to navigate them clearly. Whenever there's, you know, blurred lines and, you know, you're not really sure what the vision is, you're not really sure what, you know, the mindset is, you're not really sure what, you know, our end goal is, it makes, you know, navigating challenges a lot harder, in my opinion. And as far as roles and why I'm a proponent of roles, I'm big on history. As much as people don't like history, don't think it's important, the one thing I've always understood is that history has a tendency to repeat itself, right? And historically, people usually have had, you know, roles defined in families, you know, in society, even the best empires, right? I'm not saying that the families are empires, quote unquote, but I'm saying in terms of anything that has had a system in place, when the roles were defined, when there were roles in place, those things were usually more successful. When everything was, you know, almost egalitarian there was no real clear leader defined it was always you know a bit of muckiness those things usually tend yeah. to go a lot faster because it's a matter of my way or no way right or it's like this point of contention whenever we do face adversity right we have to have someone be able to kind of say okay you take the lead here okay you have this position okay you take the lead. I, you know when it comes to decorating a home like you mentioned before all right you know i'm she's but my wife may be better at that than i am okay when it comes to cooking she might be better than that than i am or you know, maybe i know how to make this particular dish better it's not a matter of like you said it being a competition or being a power play it's just understanding where we fall in and then us being able to take lead and take ownership at that point i can't tell you when my mom went on like went on a work trip and my dad was still working but he just he was going in the office and my mom had to go like to ohio or something i was in michigan and my dad had to be the mom, like cook, make sure everything, like it got done. But when I tell you, it was so unorganized that the point I was like, I was like, where my mama at? Like <laughs> she run this side of it. Great. But she was working and she was doing the corporate America stuff. And it's like, my dad had to do that. And it's like, okay, he'll cook, 
Yeah. The lights will be off at 6 p.m. And we go to sleep. I'm like, the lights off, nothing's happening. He's going to his room. I'm like, it's just quiet in here. Uh I need my mama back in here. So, like, we all play a role. And until it's okay to know that you're better at this, then I think women look at it as like, you telling me to cook, clean, and just shut up. I'm not trying to say that. I'm trying to say, I agree. You're better that at that than me, mm-hmm. or you're better at this than me. You can organize, decorate this house than me. I want to put you in. Just like I'm better at you than clean. I mean, fixing something or putting something up. Like I don't want to do that cleaning stuff because, like, you can. Like my mom was like, when I cleaned my house, she was like, "There's just things that you don't see mm-hmm. that I see that like, that's still dirty." I'm like, to me, this place is clean as I can say. But she's gonna be like, no. You see this over in that corner. My mom's talking about washing walls, washing baseboards. Like, okay, mom, I'm not doing all that. So, <laughs> so it's just that's something that women see that we don't see. So, yeah. Well, gotta- like even with my parents, it was the same thing. Like, okay, my like, my dad can cook food, and he and Man. if it was needed for him to do so, like maybe my mom's out of town, maybe my mom's working late, and you know we were hungry and we didn't have any food made. Okay, he could do it. But here's Man. the thing, like. The funny thing is we wouldn't even call what me and him would make food. We call concoctions. We wouldn't, like it was just us throwing random shit in the pot and it, you know, it would taste all right. Cause we knew how to spice it up. We knew how to put attention to detail in it. We knew how to make it taste good. But right. time, my mom, it was like, she knew, cause she grew up, she grew up doing it. Like uh, she grew up on a farm. And so you had to know how to cook, right? That was part of her upbringing. Right. And so naturally she knew how to, put the details she knew how to present food she knew how to dish food you know and so it's like she strived better at that but the one thing like i'm talking about my dad was never the type to be like you have to make food it's like when she made you it great. just like, like you don't have to it's like hey when you, that, get- you do that girl better than anybody i know so yeah. i'm gonna let you do it i'm not gonna sit here and say don't do it girl i i admire you so much for being able to make this and cook for my family i love you for that and, and, and I, I think, think that's-, that's a part that uh is missed is like the the admiration that actually men have i get it because a lot of us don't say it maybe but the admiration that we have in our like the easiest way to a man's heart is through his stomach you hear that all the time you know what i'm saying so a woman who can cook and like can cook with love in her heart like bro guys i'll say this ladies like guys appreciate that more than y'all think more than y'all understand yes i mean for me at least like you have me a plate full of food by my table when I just got the shower or something, like, here, baby, here your food. Boy, I ain't going nowhere. Like, I'm right. not going to sit here and do all this extra stuff. Right, shoot. It's like, hey, make some food that you, you know, made from scratch. Maybe it's your best dish, and then ask me for something. All right. Yeah. All right. Whatever you want me to do, I got you, girl. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think it's just understanding that if you do things out of love and just out of the right Dang way, goodness. you know what I'm saying? You get more stuff. Like, you get more, like, my mom, I remember when I asked her that question, it was like, like, mom, you know, why did you cook? I asked that simple stuff because that was a big thing these days. Like, why did you cook? You know, why did you want to work? Why did you want to do? Well, in terms of the cooking thing, she was like, like, I like doing it. And I like to see your dad's reaction whenever I make a plate of food and he's enjoying it. Like, it brings her joy. So I was like. Right. That's, that's what my mom would say. It's like the fact that your <laughs> husband sees, like, sees that happening like this is good like we really appreciate that like it i mean it, we're not gonna be able to get through a lot of these women with it and i'm not saying that you're wrong if you don't want to cook i'm just saying what me and obi saw we saw some old school people do it uh, this way and maybe we're stuck in that way and maybe we can't break it but 
we're just going off of I'm not saying that the the cheating rate was lower back then because I think it still was high, but they just didn't get us caught. But I think a man really loved their women more back then because they had so much more to offer. I feel like than now that's not no shot at women now. It just I know you guys are capable of doing a lot, and we don't we don't do a lot of things, men. Like I'm not gonna say that we just off the hook but both sides aren't performing to Mm -hmm. the standards that we both can like as a man we a lot of us men can't fix nothing that's why i always say i'm different because i can fix almost because my dad taught me that i can fix a lot of things i can cut you see obi every weekend talking about he'd come up to like i had to uh, do yard work to me i grew up on stuff like that so it's like that's just when he says i'm a regular day but you don't hear that in texas i don't know where you guys are located but in Michigan, I had to cut grass. I had to edge the lawn. I had to go do these things, pull weeds or something. I had to shovel the uh, shovel the ground and like um, snow blow the like ground. So it was like I did multiple things where I know how to do. It. I watched my mom cook. Mm-hmm. So as a man, I always say I can provide and do all these things. I work in corporate. I do all these. Things. I work out so you don't come home and like this dude's a sloppy slob or something. Mm-hmm. I do all these things so my woman can say, well, at least he's he's trying to be the best version of him. So that's why I always say for women, I just need the best version of you, or at least try to be the best version because oh, I'm going to give you my 100% and you need to give me my 100%. Effort is big to me. And like you just talked about, like, okay, like in some of the yard work stuff, like the ability to be capable to do things is paramount. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the thing my dad always used to tell me, like when I was younger, we used to be outside doing yard work. Like it might be tiring having to go out and cut hedges and cut trees down and having to tie them tied him up by yourself but here's the thing after after we finish you'd be like all right now mike understand we could have hired people to do this but then we would have been out we would have been out this much money and then you know that's more money that you have to spend instead of just doing it yourself you understand how to do it you understand you can do it the way you want it and you don't got to deal with no headache of you know having to talk to nobody value we learned the value of money i think as a kid because our dad's being our dad is your dad's engineer yeah yeah engineer engineer is like my dad grew up on some blue collar stuff do this do that fix that like my dad can easily get his houses that he uh does real estate renovated but he just knows so much about it he's like i'm gonna go do it myself how can i cut down this five to ten extra thousand dollars and do it myself mm-hmm. and that's just how we was raised and it's like that's why I, i'm gonna teach my son the same way like you don't have to it's a smarter way if you able to buy somebody to do it okay maybe do it here and there but at least look at it first yeah like i tell blake and stuff i'm like don't take it to the mechanic first and just whatever look at it first it might be a little old spark plug that you go get autos on a fix that they're going to charge you about five to six hundred dollars more than what you need to pay like start yeah. using your head a little bit so i definitely me and you have i think that's where we connect a lot all right but here's the thing l devil's advocate in terms of even the way we were raised and in terms of the ladies from the way we were raised one would argue we don't need to do that shit anymore like it's modern times you can pay for that that's more time that's more energy that you're wasting when you can just simply pay for somebody to do that so why why do you need to waste all that energy you know doing it yourself is better to me it's like working out why take steroids or i mean i'm not knocking nobody to do it why take steroids or why do all these unnecessary things when you can work extremely hard mm-hmm. and you feel the validate you not validation you feel the success in it more when 
when you do it the hard way and you do it like, like when I lost these 40 some pounds, I didn't even know how much I was losing, but like when it came off me, I was like, dang, I did that really. I did that for me. Like I didn't take nothing crazy. I just, I just worked hard and everybody like, why are you so big? I'm like, I did this naturally. Like I always tell people when I, I say as a joke, I'm like, I'm black. We got the best genes I can think of. I don't need no goddamn injections in me. I, yeah. I eat food. And that's just what that's how we got big. They be like, oh, how you pushing plus four plus plates? He just eat good. Like he just grew up eating. I mean, as kids, we was just some chubby kids just eating. Like we're gonna just eat until we can't eat no more. That fine boy, I've been trying to tell people, bro. And exactly. Food. Y'all eat more like like that type of food than us. And that's why I always say, like, y'all got the like it goes like Nigerians, like Africans, and then it goes African-American. I think like all those, like Nigerians and Africans, like they have the best genes that you can find. I'm like, we just like, like we like a notch under, we still got good genes, but I'm like the way they eat, like they might eat food for it, like plantains and just like, they buy a lot of rice. Like um, it's like, that's why y'all get so strong. I'm like, see, we eat soul food, but y'all eat a lot of more carbs, I feel like. And then we eat carbs, we eat like, bad carbs i don't really eat bad like it's just a lot of just well, like stuff it, y'all eat is bad well the thing is just on that aspect uh in terms of the difference is that everything is grilled like you you're not gonna see a whole bunch of processed stuff in nigeria right you, you have to farm it you have to go out and kill it and then you have to put it under a fire so it's not you know like that stuff is real and i've seen it done it smells it smells disgusting but it's good and it tastes natural it tastes doesn't taste processed right so that's one thing you have to put a whole bunch of artificial stuff that'll cause you, you know, health, uh, cause you like pre-existing conditions like, you know, hypertension, diabetes as much, right? And then also, you know, because there's not cars all over the place in Africa, you know, like people walk, people are way more active, you know, so as a result, you're burning, burning calories more frequently, just as, just by lifestyle, you know? Making mac and cheese with extra cheese and we salt and extra salt dressing with extra like you putting dressing and you making green beans green beans supposed to be healthy we putting bacon turkey neck in there we seasoning like it's just fried chicken like anything fried you can think of like so it's just it's different but I mean it gets you the results but it's like that's kind of why I say it's kind of like what was the analogy that I was saying that um that's why I think you should work like if you why not pay for something we kind of got off top of that why not for me if i don't pay for that and i fix it myself I, i'm just more happy that i did that myself i come in and say i fixed that by myself i have a girlfriend or if i have a wife she's gonna be like man my man really knows what he's doing he he did that by himself and that as bad as it sounds we all have egos as men yeah. and and if a woman's like man my baby did that by herself i can rely on him I can know if he says, let's go left and the world said, let's go right. I'm going to trust my man and let's go left. And that's going to make a man go through a wall for y'all. Just trying yeah. to get you a free game. Most definitely London out here dropping the gems. All right. But the second part of, uh, of my question then is on the lady side. I hear this a lot. Okay. I, I get you. I get it. Y'all are telling us, yo, cook, yo, you know, you got a role to play, but what about the women who, you know, they do play their role. Maybe they are a nice woman. Maybe they do cook for their husband, but he don't appreciate it. Why should I keep on sub- subjugating myself to uh, go through that? That's a damn good question. Cause that's basically how my mom is and my pops. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mom, I'm sorry. You said you're clean. And it took me to go through all this hell with other women to really appreciate what you got going. Mm-hmm. So for that, that just sucks. That's why I tell women, that's when y'all are right. And y'all leave 
leave. Like, if they don't value you, leave. I'm on y'all side at that point because I've been through it. So it was like, just leave. But London, I love him. Nah, leave. <laughs> Fast as you can. Hey, nah, I 100% agree. That's my main thing. I, I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I'm the wrong person to ask for relationship advice. I'm always going to tell you to look out for yourself. And that's not what people want to hear. They want me to hear, you know, they want to, oh, well, you should work it out this way. You should communicate. Nah, man. They should stay, though. Huh? Women should stay, though. It just depends on the uh, situation. You yeah. have to assess every situation independently. And most, first and foremost, I would say go to people who have the genuine intentions uh, in their heart. Don't go to some dude that you friend zoned and then ask him what he thinks you should do with your relationship because he's going to tell you, the, he's gonna tell you the, the selfish thing, right? Go for people who don't have a skin in the game, don't have a skin in the fight, and are just going to look out for your well-being. You know what I mean? In terms of seeking advice, both men and women. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to go to your single friends and they see you're in a relationship, well, obviously they're going to tell you to look out for yourself. They're going to tell you to, you know, oh man, F that person, you know, forget about them. Right. But if you have people who are in relationships, making it work out, they might be able to hold you accountable. Like, all right, well, you can maybe work this out a little bit more. Or is this really that big of a deal for y'all to be arguing about it? You know what I mean? And just kind of be around the right individuals and understand who you're talking to and who you're getting advice from is what I say. You know what I'm saying? All right, so now we've gotten some of the old school mentality out the way, but here's the fork in the road, right? At least for us as men. Society tells men that they should be nice. They should have good character. They should be nice human beings. They should be good human beings in order to have healthy relationships. To that, what do you say? Do you agree or disagree? Um, That's a good question, honestly. I don't think you should be, I don't think you should be too nice. Mm. I think you should be kind of mean in the beginning. <laughs> Like in the beginning, like you're in a chase, mm -hmm. like in that part where the woman's like curving you, you gotta like make it a challenge for her. But once she likes you, that's kind of when you gotta be nice at that point. Cause like I was talking to this one girl mm -hmm. and she was like, uh, I fall into a problem where if a man is too like texting me too much too fast or whatever, I'll fall back. She's like, I kind of need a chase. To me, I thought that was just the dumbest thing I ever heard. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of what these women just kind of want. So like, but once they say I like you and I only want you, now you gotta do the most and keep texting them and why are you why aren't you trying how you used to try? I was like, you just told me you didn't you wanted to chase, so I want to just keep chasing. So I don't know. Yeah, man. Uh I mean, yeah, you know, I, I think like you said, it's like there's a there's, a, there's almost a limit or a percentage that you have to, you can't give it all at one time. I think you can't do too much in the beginning. You kind of have to, I, I call it like food coloring. You got to give it in dosages. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't want to just give out and show all your cards all at one time. You just kind of have to keep the mystery and, you know, kind of let them peel back the layers of the onion, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like as far as you interacting, because if you just come out and you're just rambling off, like she may not have even wanted to know all that about you yet. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she just wanted to gauge like your personality, gauge how you even, are you able to talk to her? Maybe that's enough, you know, as a guy, but they get so caught up in, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. You're so, you're everything in the world. And I just want to make sure that I'm like, all right, bro, you're doing so much. And I had, like, I think every guy has to learn that, you know, you have to go through things by experience. And a lot of guys aren't comfortable having these conversations. So it's a lot of trial and error and a lot of failing and picking yourself back up. You know what I'm saying? Now, society also 
reacts to nice men while they tell us, you know, we should be nice, we should be good, we should have high character, we should be compromising. We also get told that those type of men are simps and the nice guys finish last in society. So to that claim, what do you say? That's facts. Like, <laughs> nice, not even hesitation. Nice, nice dudes for sure finish last. I mean, not always, but like, I'm. it depends on the day you ask me. Like, recently in the last, like, month, I'm on a simp team. So I'm trying to just find me a little, yeah, little he's wife and sit down. But at the same time, it also depends on the woman you're talking to. Yeah. Like if you're talking yeah. to an immature woman who's like social media driven, she don't want to simp. But if you're talking to like a woman who's just really over that face, mm-hmm. they don't really care. So it depends what type of woman you're talking to slash man. I can't really just keep bashing women. I feel like I bash women a lot. So I kind of want to say men too. Like <laughs> I want to make this, <laughs> I want to make this a podcast of like <laughs> both sides. Cause it do come off as sometimes like we just saying what they do wrong. That's why pretty soon we're going to start. I got like at least six to seven women say they want to come on here. So Most pretty soon we're going to bring women on here so we can like um, get their like point of view of it. But right now I can only speak on how I feel. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, we got to continue to have a different perspective. And that's part of the journey, right, that we've gone through. I mean, this is just all a process, right? Uh, For me, I like interacting with women in person. Like, I take a lot of this, like, these questions I have, and I just go ask them. I'm like, you know, you as a lady, what what would you say about this? What would you say about that? And that's where I kind of get a lot of the feedback. So, like, a lot of what I think and what I say is, like, I don't just pull it out my ass and, like, Yo, I think women say this is like, no, I've been told this. Like, and again, me having a lot of women friends growing up, like I just sit back and listen and I'm like, oh, that's what y'all think. And then I, you know what I'm saying? But no, I think, um, I don't think any woman wants a simp at all. Like, I don't think that's an attractive trait. I think a guy who has the ability to show empathy is great and that's attractive, right? But a guy who has high character and respects himself and in turn, I think him respecting himself is what is attractive because she knows like he's a guy who has principles and he has a you know a leg to stand on, right? I think any person who can be pushed around is or seen as a pushover, I think that's what is unattractive. And most times guys who are nice are too agreeable, is what I observe. And then that being too agreeable, you know, makes you seem like you don't have a backbone or that you wouldn't be able to stand up to yourself. Now, again, that goes to mm. the woman. That goes to the woman. Like you said, if you have a woman who is about drama or a man who's about drama, even still, like like this could go to work or in just your friendships or in the day to day. If you have if you have a person who is uncompromising, you know, is always trying to, you know, go along and always trying to be agreeable, always trying to, you know, avoid conflict. Well, then that person usually gets taken advantage of. And then being able to be taken advantage of, you're not attractive. And then not being attractive, that's what gets you, you know cheated on and all the other negative outcomes that happen in my opinion boy coming with some bars today hey man just just bestowing my thoughts for us to talk about so we talked about that and i and i honestly genuinely believe that society doesn't you know raise people to be nice in general men or women like if, if we had a society that i think you know, strived on people being nice or was built for people to be nice, then people would really have more empathy in their hearts and would look out for one another. The fact of the matter is, I feel society inherently teaches us to be selfish and to look out for our own self-interest as a means of, look, this is about, you know, getting your own and, you know, being cutthroat. 
And honestly, selfishness is what is profitable. And, you know, greed is what is profitable. Even though we tell people, you know, we should live by the golden rule. Most people who live by the golden rule get taken advantage of. And that's just the, that's just the skinny of it, you know? Right. Sure. So now we've talked about all these things, but we are about solutions here. So what's going on really when, you know, it comes to, you know, maybe people being taken advantage of nice guys finishing last. Is it like what I mentioned? Do you think it's that, or is it just really about finding a balance and how do you go about finding that balance? Um, like I, I'm always going to resolve back to social media, honestly, like we try to live in, we be trying to live in everybody else's shoes. Mm-hmm. Try to be like everybody else instead of just doing what makes you happy. I feel like as a dude, I got even homies or something. If you say stuff too nice, they be like, "Oh, you kind of." I wouldn't say you a simp, but like they be like, "You like you you being this nice? Like why are you being so nice? Like she did this or something? Like so you got to just do basically what make you happy at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And like y'all got to just have that communication at the end of the day. Like if she dis that's like, for example, like if if I got with a girl and I was dating, like dating her, and then she cheated on me, mm-hmm. and then I went back to, I went back to her. What would you say? You probably be like, what do you say? I'm a fool, or you be like, what you like? Do you love her? What if I say I loved her though? You're a fool. I'm a fool. See, and it's like that's why dudes don't do stuff because of other people, instead of how they really feel. So to find that balance, you kind of gotta just do what makes you happy at the end of the day. Most definitely, I agree. I mean, I think it just goes to, you know, you can give your all and there's no there's nothing wrong with that. But I think the, the thing is people get so caught up in, I got to make this work, even if it means me sacrificing my own well-being. I'm not a person who agrees with that. I think, like, you, you give your all until the person proves that they're not worthy of it anymore. And then once they prove that, you listen to them. You simply say, hey, I appreciated the interaction. I appreciated the time, but I'm going to move on and find something else. And I think... Um, having that ability is something that's lost these days, honestly. You know, yeah, it works for you, though, because, like, you probably like the only loyal dude I know. <laughs> so if if a girl if a girl cheat on you, like, okay, yeah, you should leave because I don't know. Like, if you loyal, then it's like I've been loyal this whole time. But, like, if you if you a guy, you've been cheating, you leave, you, you kind of should give her, like, a few strikes. Honestly, you're a guy and you've been cheating. So if you was cheating and then she gets cheap, like you catch her cheating, most guys are like, how you gonna do this to me? Versus maybe you should give her a strike because but see, see how we 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 just want double standards. What the hell are you talking about, London? I'm gonna leave. I'm not gonna seriously I'm not, but I'm saying we should. The hell no, no, don't no, 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 no. I'm not letting you get away with that one, bro. No, no we should. Uh, my thing is if you get caught cheating or first off, don't do it. If you're not trying to get caught, like, I don't understand. Like, anyway, I, I just don't do it. In my opinion, if you're not willing to accept getting caught and if you do get caught, I just think you should just end the relationship there because, okay. You, you said, let her have her own strikes. Let her get a get back. That's not going to make it. Okay. You should, like, but that's if you're cheating. Mm. I guess you might. Well most guys, are I say, move. just don't be in a relationship. I'm, a, I'm, a leave. I'm on your side. I'm gonna leave yeah. too. But yeah. I'm saying, <laughs> like, because a woman will give us another chance. Mm-hmm. 
it's not a genuine one in my opinion because she's never gonna trust you again that trust is lost my my brother like that so that's the thing it's like okay yeah i'll give you a chance maybe i'll forgive you it's like yeah but you're never gonna see me the same way again like you're never gonna trust me again you're always gonna have that in the back of your head if i did it once i'll do it again once a cheater always a cheater in most people's mind that's right crazy. so it's like look i'm gonna just go ahead and peace out and let you do you and we're gonna move on from this but maybe like you said maybe that just works for me because of how i am and i always tell people don't think like me because it's not that people can't but it's like it's a very uh what's the word What's the word you would use for how I am? You know me long enough. He has one way of thinking. He will never leave it alone. No, because that makes me sound too rigid. I have a little <laughs> bit more open-minded. I have a little bit more open-minded. It is kind of that. Maybe. He's open-minded, but it's like when it comes to relationships, I think. But it's 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 definitely you can go into it a different different like angle of it. But I do think you have your set ways on if. If this happens this way, then you can't overcome it. Or if this happened that way, it's done. Okay, I'll give you that. It's like, for me, the red flags that I do see or that I am firm on, if I see any of them and that, like, there's no coming back from that because they can't be ignored. Like, there are certain things that I believe in a relationship or with, you know, talking to women and experiencing women or, like, you know, going through dating them, like, where it's like, okay, I can't ignore that. Or, like, that's a warning sign that, like, I have to heed. And it's the same thing for women, I'm sure with guys, like I'm sure they have their little things, like their little red flags that they see where it's like, okay, if a guy does this, and you know, you got to cut him off. And, there's, and that's how it should be. You should be careful. You should be diligent. So there's nothing wrong with that. But I think for me, it's like, there's no wavering on any of the things that I'm from on, right? And, and that's part of me trying to navigate this, like and me, why I ask questions going back to the very beginning on why, like I talked to my mentor, it's like, okay, is this really that big of a deal or is it not? Is this really that big of a or of dealers and not or no are we just thinking about these things too much and it's kind of like just getting that feedback from people who've been married who've been navigating it is you know valuable to me because they've been through the race already like you know people may ask mike why do you care so much about like the type of woman you meet it's like because that's one of the most important decisions you make in your life who you decide to build a family with now obviously right now like i talked about previously i'm trying to build myself up build the career up you know become financially wealthy and well off so that way I'm ready but when I am ready I want to also have the knowledge you know based where I'm able to make that decision with as much information as I can is how I see it all right what London said you should let her have a hop boy <laughs> see that's when guys gonna come on me I gotta make a balance of this podcast <laughs> oh yeah and best believe I'm clipping that shit and I'm putting it on Instagram but you ain't you are out of line bro <laughs> <laughs> I posted too <laughs> but in the end um you know I think what this all boils down to though is that at least for men speaking on our end because you know both of us are guys you know going through this i just think that men can't seek their validation by you know artificial things like their body count or how much money they have or whatever the case may be it should be about your principles and your intangibles and how you see yourself how you carry yourself you know that sounds good it does and it's and it's much harder to do than than you know me saying it now, this is a person who's gone through those type of things, and I'm still actively going through those things. Like, I always say I'm never, ever going to be a finished product. 
I'm always going to be trying to learn. I'm always going to be trying to grow. But that's kind of the beauty of the journey for me is that I love that part. I love the fact that I don't know everything and I'm always trying to learn and always try to figure things out. You know, try to ask questions because that to me is just an iron sharpening iron and me figuring things out. You know what I mean? That's true. It's like, but on the woman aspect of it, mm -hmm. that don't always work. What do you mean? In society today. Which means just wanting to always learn something and kind of just do it the right way. But like if you have if you have a clout basically mm -hmm. and money, yeah, that really can get you probably further now. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I said, that that does a lot of the like intro work to where it's easier for you on the back end if you have clout, if you have money. Like that kind of takes down some of the layers of like, okay, we're not sure about this man. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, he has money, he has class, so clearly he might be a somebody. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying that's all good and well, but I've seen people, I've known people who had money and all that stuff, and they were still, you know, falling flat on their face because they didn't do the internal work. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a weird, you know, poor-minded millionaire is going to go broke and going to go bankrupt. A person like, you know, a guy who's wealthy but has no game is going to flop with females still. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I've seen. That's what I believe. So, but you're absolutely correct, though, that, you know, if you are able to get that, that's just one extra tool on the toolbox. That's one extra layer that, you know, you can have as far as, you know, being able to present that when you are trying to find your partner. So you're absolutely correct. I believe that. <laughs> all right so now as we close out man and as we get towards the end you know what's kind of been your takeaway from this week's episode just sort of reflecting back man what do you think more gems <laughs> but on, on a serious note kind of just basically just kind of coming to an understanding of how can women and men come to a common ground and how can we come to the like communication of fixing this problem that we have in this generation because yeah. i don't see like i always tell my homies i'm like i don't see none of us getting married one of my homies just got like engaged so i mean that's that's some that's some motivation but i don't other than him i don't really see none of us really getting <laughs> Why do you not see any of us getting married? Because this is a this is actually this is actually good. This is a growing thing of like people not wanting to get married, both men and women. Like I really talked about that in the past. Like guys okay. aren't wanting to propose because they don't think women are marriage minded or wife material. And for me, women, that's what it is. Huh? For me, that's what it is. I just don't. I probably will, but like, cause like that's the right thing to do in the world. Right. But like, I'm sure. If anybody would get married, out of all my friends, I would say it's me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the rest, the rest of y'all, I can see you getting married, Obi. I ain't gonna lie, I can see you getting married. Um, the rest of y'all, I don't know. It's just they live a they live a wild life. Social media, or just they don't really see the value in women right now. So I don't really see. If they see, I'll go to the wedding. But I'll be very shocked. And if they do, I think they're getting. I think they're getting divorced. So hey, you don't even have no hope for them. Like I don't that. got. I don't got no hope for it. A lot of you. I'm sorry. Okay, let me. I got hope for you. I, no, for real. I got really hope for you because like you, you kind of like me in that way. Like I think, I think we can do it. But I'm not giving you no promises either. Because <laughs> you just close my. You close minded. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs>
but uh, <laughs> let me ask you this though okay so you don't for those out there who don't want to get married but they want kids what's the alternative you see what i'm saying because that's what that's are. really pretty cool to me don't want to get married but have kids so you just going almost to- at that point right now I'm, sorry, I'm trying to have a kid trying to have a kid right now it's time Cool. When I when I show up to the gym, and you tell me I'm gonna be an uncle, bro. I'm be like, congratulations. Just there you go. We got little L popping up. I'm taking the application. Actually, don't let me not say that because I mess around, and get trapped, and be pissed. But <laughs> <laughs> you want it, bro. You manifested it, my brother. You put it on air. You got to be like five eight and over, though. Mm, five eight and over. Okay. What's the nah? Let me not. Let me not. <laughs> Not do that on air, bro. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, number no, seriously though, it's like, what what are we creating? You know, it's kind of this culture we have now. This kind of society we have now is baby mama, you know, baby daddy culture, where it's like people aren't getting married, people aren't manifesting families, and as a result, it's just like you have a bunch of kids, which to me is the unfortunate thing. At the end of the day, you know, they're a product of single parent households, and then they're the ones who end up suffering in the end. So, you know, for me, it's like. We can create marriages again, but it just has to take people healing, um, people working together and to create a better society, better marriage, better homes and, you know, better future. You know what I mean? It's my biggest takeaway. On some real stuff, if I have a girl, uh, uh, a kid with a girl, I'm probably going to marry her. Just on the financial aspect of it. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but they're here wilding today. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him today, y'all. I guess he's just tired. You know what I'm saying? London. Yeah, he, he wanted to do this podcast late, y'all. You know, it's my birthday <laughs> time at 1030. Dang, you old. God damn. He's a drinker. <laughs> no, I'm hey, what we're not gonna do. You know, we're gonna end this, we're gonna end this episode this week, y'all. London Wallen. But like I said, man, we're gonna wrap it up this week. Uh, we appreciate you. <laughs> We appreciate you guys continuing to listen and engage and support us. We continue to bring these jams for y'all. Like I said in the beginning, continue to like, comment, subscribe to us on all your listening platforms, including YouTube. Engage with us on social media. You can follow me at obi.mike56 on Instagram, London Plug, your IG. Follow me at uh, London, L-O-N-D-O-N underscore ogletree o-g-l-e-t-r-e-e you know i gotta spell it out for y'all because he would be like ogletree i'm like bro <laughs> and then you would think somebody knew my name london i'm they like landon i'm like bro you saw london so if you saw the city london you would have said landon come on now you got that long ass name bro it's okay i'm about to dang there change my name to quincy legally change it to quincy quincy all right quincy okay. Okay. And we'll, we'll catch y'all. <laughs> I'll do it for this week, man. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love. Feet on the ground with a proof you wrong mindset. I'd rather go out on my sword to have my mind tap. The ones with eyes can never see, I make the blind clap. I'm bringing back that type of sound that wants to find rap. Divine rap, homie. Yeah.